Hello everybody, welcome back to the Glory Glory Man United podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Quinn, and Brushy's back with me again. Um, he's basically a regular co-host now at this point. Um, we're going to be talking about Real Betis against United, and United with a professional job out in Seville. Um, really good second half performance, coming away with the 1-0 win on the night, and 5-1 on aggregate, and sealing through to the next round. I really thought... Uh, Rashford's screamer with the outsider's right foot just knocked the stuffing out of Betis and they produced almost nothing after that. Before that, especially in the first half, it was very end-to-end um, high-intensity football. We ma- we matched their intensity. We're really up for it tonight. Um, I got the job done, so I'm really pleased about that. What was your thoughts on the game then, Rush? Yeah, absolutely. I thought this was a professional performance. Um, we weren't at the, our best, to be honest, but um, you know, this was more about guarding against complacency because a lot of the heavy lifting was done in the first leg. So we just had to see out this game. Um, like you say, we came out better in the second half, created a lot of chances, probably should have put a few more away, to be honest. Um, in the first half, they had chances and uh, David saved us with one or two saves. Uh, in the second half, just before Rashford scored uh, the wonderful goal that he did, there was one, I think the ball bobbled in front of him, but it just went to Rose Ed. Um, I had to watch a play at first glance. I thought, oh my goodness, what's he doing? What's he doing there? Um, but yeah, yeah, it could have been a bit more comfortable, but you know, we don't make things easy. But yeah, that massive scoreline from the first leg definitely helped us out. Yeah, all we really need was one goal tonight and that would kill off the tie. Um, I think it quietened the crowd and everything. And that goal was a superb goal, wasn't it? An absolutely fantastic hit from Rashford. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, brilliant stadium as well, actually. Really nice atmosphere. Yeah, that, yeah it's three tiers. Uh, what a yeah. an impressive stadium! Like, uh, and you can clearly see the the red, white, and black um, contingent uh, up in the the far corner. Um, who who enjoyed that goal, obviously, and should have had more, like you say. Um, so many chances on the break. After that, again, what we see more of what we expect from Alanga in the, in the last 20 minutes of the game. Lots of pace, um, getting into the right position, and then the final ball just, just lets him down. Um, yeah, and not much else. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, and that shot on the volley, like, uh, no chance. No chance he was uh-huh. going to score that. Like, um, and Sancho... He's probably offside, but why he should have scored it to Alanga in that position. But he's probably thinking we're five one up on the tie. Uh, I'm just gonna get myself a goal here. Um, but their goalkeeper played really well. Uh, that's a game when he was needed. Um, yeah. So it was just like I say, it was just a professional job. Um, I mean, we could have we could have lost three um, one tonight, and it wouldn't have mattered. Um, but as it as it happened, we won one nil, um, and. That's all we really need to do. Um, I, I like the attitude of the players. You know, they were they were matching Real Betis's intensity. They were they were tracking runs, and they were making 50-50 challenges. Um, so I was happy that the, the players were not complacent tonight. Um, and Ten Hag, um, I think he got it right by as soon as Rashford scored, get him off, 
Um, I think he got Bruno off, who was who's won yellow away from suspension, but kept Casemiro on for the 90, which is always risky. Um, and he's won yellow card away from a suspension, but uh, he trusted him. Um, and he didn't need to make any tackles, you know, at that stage anyway. No, no, absolutely not. And obviously, with uh, with the Premier League bans coming up as well, uh, I had no problems with Casemiro playing the whole game. I'm glad that Fred and uh, Rashford came off, uh, and Bruno too. Uh, I was a bit worried actually, because obviously, after the first two changes were made, Bruno was still on. I was like, how long is he going to play Bruno for? Because <laughs> he's got a habit of just running him into the ground. Yeah, it was nice to see him get a rest for a change. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a type of situation where you need to take the opportunity uh, to re- to rest your best players. And he didn't, did more of that. Um, he got uh, Wan-Bissaka off. He got Martinez off. Uh, Lindelof and Dallo got a run out. Um what do you make of Maguire's performance tonight? I thought it was probably one of his better ones. The, the uh, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, I thought Maguire was alright today. Um, it's it's yeah, it's what we can expect from him. It's the best we can expect from him when he comes in on a day like this. Uh, and we kept a clean sheet, so that's all that matters. Uh, I was quite impressed with some of the touches from Wan Bissaka today. Um, saw a bit of flair mm. from him in the second half, uh, expressing himself, <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> Wan Bissaka's actually got that in his locker. You know, some people don't realize that. Yeah, yeah. We've seen him put uh, Rodri on his ass in the City game at Old Trafford um, with a bit of skill. So he, he certainly got that capability. Mm. Um, and certainly, you know, on form, you know, he's first choice right back. And he gets in the team for me on, on Sunday against Fulham. Is that how you see it? Yeah, yeah. That's how I see it at the moment. Obviously, with Dallo, like the first half of the season was brilliant. Uh, picked up that injury and he's not really been the same since the World Cup but um, yeah we just have to you know hope for the best and hope that uh, he picks up his form So what did you make of Palestri tonight? I thought he was really good without being outstanding um, some nice w- w- wing play going past defenders and, and playing in his teammates and he had that shot on goal that didn't quite catch it perfectly. I think it hit the post inside of the post. Like mm-hmm. Raggy tried to get a touch on it, and um, it was frustrating that that didn't go in. Um, but yeah, I think Plastry did did good tonight. What did you think? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, he's a bit of a throwback to a more traditional uh, winger, isn't he? Because he likes to go down the outside, just whip it in on his right foot. Um, yeah, the chance that he had on goal, I thought, yeah, he just had a little bit too much to do. Uh, and that's where he could improve. But I think physically as well, he needs to bulk up a little bit, maybe. Definitely. Um, yeah, was that the run where <clears throat> he went past a, a few defenders? Yeah, there was so he did all the hard work. And then he just didn't quite have enough in the tank for the finish. Yeah, there was a see, there was a covering defender coming across. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was obviously going to get there first. So, plus he had to stretch for the yeah. ball. So. Yeah. yeah, and he's quite a petite player as well, isn't he? So, yeah, he has to be a bit smarter. But, um, yeah, no, as uh, as starts go, I- I'm happy for him. Yeah, and it's taken a long, long time for him to get a start for Manchester United. This is his first one. Um, when did he arrive at the club? Was it... Uh, same time as uh, as Ahmad. So Was so that good. in January 2021? Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, that's, that's an unbelievably long time to wait for a start, but... He's here um, and looks to be, you know, he's definitely part of the, the squad. You know, he's now we see him as a player that's starting whenever there's, there's some rotation. Um, so it doesn't make sense to me that, that he, he's been talked about as you know being loaned out next season. 
Um, at the moment, you, you, you couldn't justify that because we need him. Uh, you know, uh, like Anthony wasn't available tonight through illness, and Balestri was there to deputise for him. So I don't. It doesn't make sense to me to loan him out unless we're going to sign another person in that position. Uh, well, the thing is, we've will. got Ahmad out on loan, right? And uh, he's doing quite well over at Sunderland. So they've got a decision to make in the summer, really. Um, because obviously with Garnacho's rise as well, I don't think we'll keep both of them. I think one of them will go out on loan. Um, I just don't know which one. Yeah, real chance for Plessy to impress now because he, obviously Plessy's got the advantage of being at the club. Whereas yeah. Ahmad, um, the caveat is that the performances are coming in the championship. Um, whereas Palestri can actually do it for United. Um, yeah, so that's the thing. That's be That'll be an interesting decision in the summer because perhaps the next step for Ahmad is a loan but to a Premier League club. Who knows? Yeah, I think that would be, if he's not going to be part of the first team next season, Ahmad, I think the, the next step has to be at a Premier League club. Um, but it has to be one where he's going to start and yeah. no point in him going to... Everton or something and not playing any games. I mean, yeah, absolutely. He has to be guaranteed game time. Okay, I know that James Garner is not on loan. He went permanently, but he's played very little football for Everton, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Very, very disappointing for the player. Um, yeah, so Malassia got a bit of a run out tonight as well. Um, yeah, I think he's good for, like, similar to Wamasaka, he's good for a situation where you're just defending and you're yeah. you maybe holding on to a lead. Whereas if you really want to go and score goals, I think Luke Shaw is the man for, for left-back. Definitely. Um, but, I thought he was a bit rash today, Carl. What do you think? <laughs> he's always like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's just very eager, isn't he? But I thought, oh, yeah, you need to, like, watch yourself here. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, I just remember. What did you think of the yellow card for Palestri? That's one of the worst decisions I've ever seen. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, there was one or two odd decisions. There was that. Um, the shot that Sancho took definitely went off their defender. How that wasn't given as a corner, I don't know. Yeah, that is basic <laughs> stuff. That is very basic. It was proper random. That. <laughs> um, I didn't. We didn't really protest that much, but that's probably because of the scoreline. But yeah. <laughs> That's seriously bad. Where was that referee from? What league was he refereeing? <laughs> because he needs to stick to his day job. Um, I mean, Plessary clearly won the ball, and then the defender falls over him, and he gives Plessary yeah, a yellow yeah, card. He gives, gives Plessary the yellow card. Yeah, it's so, it's so strange. So <laughs> strange. Yeah, there's me thinking Anthony Taylor was bad. This is just a, another level. Um, yep, so... Sabitzer is back from injury and got a bit of a run out tonight. Um, he got 30 minutes. Um, yeah, it's he really good scored to see as well. Him. He gets into good positions, doesn't he, in the penalty mm-hmm. box? And plays nice one twos. And he loves to shoot from outside the box too. He yeah, could have I think that comes from his early days as well, Carl, when he used to be more of a, a, a wing player. So his instinct is always more attacking. Um, so one thing I like about him actually, he's always looking to make forward passes as well. Um, yeah, and he, he had a one-on-one with the keeper once. The keeper did really well in all the one-on-ones tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, it he, he, he took like a, a long range shot to, to finally beat him. Um, but uh, he certainly had a good night there, keeper. Um, so good to see uh, Sabitzer back because he's going to be needed now with Casemiro's domestic suspension. Um, Definitely. I'm going to assume that Sabitzer is going to start against Fulham. Which one do you think is going to partner him, McTominay or Fred, or both? What do you think? Uh, I'm not sure, you know, because with the Sabitzer-Fred thing, we've 
kind of had mixed success with it in the, in the Leeds games. Um, I remember the first one, it was terrible. And then the second one, they seem to have sorted it out. But I think this might be a time for McTominay to come in, you know. Um, yeah, he didn't get a run out tonight. So maybe he's got the, um, the Ten Hag's got the weekend in mind with that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I know McTominay is probably the closest to Casemiro. Not very close. If <laughs> Not honest. very close, mind you, but we just don't have an alternative, do we? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just in terms of like a more defensive minded player, he's the only one available. Yeah, he's probably, out of all the other midfielders, he's probably the most defensively minded. Yeah, um, whereas with Fred, he's like, a, you know, at, at the park, you see those dogs that are just really excited and just like to run around. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Fred. <laughs> yeah, I think Sabitzer and Fred are both number eights. I think that's the trouble. Yeah, um, don't complement each other very well, mm-hmm. um, and that causes a lot of problems in games against Leeds, for example. Yeah, um, exactly. So yeah, you got to be smart. You got to communicate effectively, and uh, yeah, one has to hold whilst the other one moves forward. <laughs> um. So the, Ten Hag didn't even take a risk by playing Tom Heaton tonight or Jack Butland. He played De Gea. Um. Yeah, I understand that one because it wasn't like we said previously. It wasn't one. It was one once we went one 0 up. But this, yeah. if they had scored two early goals, there's a there's a match on here. So, and I'll tell you what, they had their chances in the first half. Yeah, they definitely did. They didn't take them though. Um, yeah, and De Gea had a had a good night. Um, and we defended well. And Maguire made a good, really good block. And once what I did notice was that Robbie Savage was trying to talk Maguire up at every opportunity, <laughs> <laughs> trying to do him a favor there, as if Josh Southgate's watching the BT commentary or something. Uh, um, at one point in the second half, I think we saw him down the right wing, didn't we? <laughs> yes, he was made, made, a, made a marauding run down the right hand side, <laughs> and then it was a terrible ball into the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See. That always happens in the, the types of games where we're coasting or we're playing lower league, lower league opposition or something. You see Maguire yeah. marauding forward. Um, or when England's playing Al- Albania or San Marino or something, he does that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he, he's he's not exactly back in Barrow, is he? Let's be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, so really pleased uh, with how it went tonight. And no no injuries that we know about, no suspensions, um, clean sheet. Yep. Uh, another worldie from Rashford, 27 for the season now. He's easy going to break the 30 goal barrier now, isn't he? You would think so. Uh, Touchwood, uh, barring injury or anything unfortunate happening, you would think so. <laughs> and like the, the, the commentator said, I think they were re- the baddest defenders are relieved to see him come off because he was in <laughs> one of those moods tonight where he's just trying to beat everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, on another day, he would have scored more. Um, yeah, their keeper, like you say, had, had a great game. Yeah, although I have one criticism of Rashford is sometimes, and he done it, he done it at least once tonight, mm. where he takes to beat absolutely everybody in the opposing mm-hmm. team, just pick somebody out, you know, stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and he runs into a cul-de-sac then and loses it. Um, yeah. Once you've, once you've beaten two defenders, you know, you've done your job, just just pass it into the middle, pick somebody out, because it's going to be space, because you've left yeah. so many defenders behind. Um, you don't need to do it all by yourself, but yeah, um. Yeah, good to see um, Fred get another. Fred didn't play at the weekend, really. No, he came on very late. So he yeah. got a bit of a run out. Um, I, I just don't want to see the Mac Fred partner on Sunday. I, I want Sabitzer to be part of that team. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, we've we, we for the entirety of Solskjaer's reign, we had to put up with that partnership. And 
it really doesn't thrill anyone to say the least. Um, it's, it's very, very average. Um, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be um, confident if that was a partnership against a, a good team like Fulham. Um, yeah, yeah, especially coming up against Pelinha in that midfield, who's uh, been one of the signings of the season. And Andreas Pereira, um, he actually at one stage used to partner Fred McTominay in our midfield around the nineteen twenty season. Um, yeah, I remember those um, graphics that people put up quite recently, looking at our starting eleven yeah. from that season. Um, like uh, I think it was the Sheffield United game where we drew three to the Bramalian. Our starting lineup there was just so bang average. You're like, you know, it's hard to believe that was a Man United team. Um, but we've improved a lot since then. Mm-hmm. Um, what what Ten Hag's been doing so far, different to Solskjaer, is getting over the line in finals, albeit or it's only been one. So here's a real chance for us to make it to another final. Um, I'm just going to have a quick look at who's got through uh, to the next round so far. Um, it looks as if um, the Fenerbahce Sevilla game is is over. Um, uh, Fenerbahce won one nil, but yeah, Sevilla's gone through. Surprise, surprise, Sevilla through to the next round of the Europa League. Um, Fenerbahce oh. beat Fenerbahce won seven one against Saturday. Yeah, they absolutely spanked Shakhtar. Um, I think it was one one in uh, in last week. So yeah, yeah. And today finished seven one, did it? So eight two on aggregate. Yeah, crazy, crazy score. So if we got them, it'd be returned to Holland for Ten Hag. Um, I think Vin Van Persie made a joke to Ten Hag that you think he works for BT now, Van Persie, yeah. and he said the one team you don't want the next round is Farnoid. Um, <laughs> he's obviously a big fan of that club. Um, Juventus got through as well. Vlavic on the score sheet in Chiesa. Yeah. Um, handy enough against uh, Freiburg. Um, and Arsenal are currently leading against Burton Lisbon. Oh, they take the lead, have they? It was I know it's two all from the first league. Yeah, uh, Granite Shaka has given them uh, the lead. Um, yeah, I would like to see them go out. To be honest, um, <laughs> yeah, because we could easily play them in the next round. Yeah, I'd, I'd prefer to get a non-English team in the next round. To be honest, yeah. Um, do you remember when we got Liverpool in the Europa League and it didn't didn't go very well? No. Um, but the only thing is, Arsenal, I think, will not prioritise this competition, and that would give us a slight advantage if we played them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on when the fixtures are played, definitely they'll have to. They'll have to have one eye on the title now in the position they're in. It's a glorious opportunity for them. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a nice draw like a Union Sand Galis. You know, that'd be wouldn't be about that. Would be great. Did they? Uh, did they win their tie? Did they? Were they, they playing are, Union Berlin? Definitely. Were they playing? Yeah. Yeah, and the the Belgian side are, are leading one yeah. 0 Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, that would be ideal. Yeah, and it was three each from the first league, so I just a long, long way to go, obviously. Yeah. Um, Barla Vakuzin are, are I'd, winning. Yeah, I'd like to avoid Jose's Roma as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that to be the final, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, he no doubt, no doubt, he'll try and stifle us like he did the Ajax. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ago. yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Ten Hag will certainly have a remedy for that. I would have thought. Um, when it comes to tactics, I would I'd trust Ten Hag. You know. 99% of the time. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's a very winnable tournament. Um, we're, we're through the court. You think after beating the, the team top of the Liga and the team fifth in the Liga, you think you'd be a bit, a bit further along than the, the quarterfinals? Like? 
Um, but there's just so many games. We are we're the busiest team in Europe this season. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, crazy amount of games. We've already played forty five. I think that's not. Listen, I can't believe I was looking at the uh the, the finals when the finals are played. The Champions League final this year is in June. <laughs> it's on the tenth of June. You're joking, right? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it goes all the way to then. <laughs> what what date is the Europa League final then? Uh, so right at the end of May, I think thirtieth or something. Um, and where where is it at this time? The Europa League final. Uh, I'm not uh, sure. You know. Let me have a look. Here. Usually, both European fi- finals are, t- are are tied up. Uh, what by by the twenty something ish of May. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Obviously, the, the season's been extended a bit to to help the domestic leagues finish due to the World Cup. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's in the Puskas Arena in Budapest, the Europa League final. Okay. And, it, and it's the 31st of May. And I think that's a Wednesday night. Um, Budapest, yes, that's Romania, right? Romania? Uh, that, is, that is Hungary, I think. Yeah. Hungary, okay. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Hungary. Uh, that's a pretty big stadium for what I remember because it was used for the Euros. Mm. Um, 67,215. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty big. Because um, I remember during the 2021 Euros, a lot of the stadiums being used across Europe. There's no fans allowed, but that mm-hmm. was one of the ones that had a full house um, and the atmosphere was amazing. Um, so not often that uh, the Open League final is played in a stadium that big, so it'll be more opportunity for United fans to get picked here. I'm getting carried away myself again. We haven't made it to the final yet. <laughs> Once the better time. You know. <laughs> no. But you can't help but dream, right? <laughs> yeah. There's an opportunity here for us to win the Europa League and the FA Cup. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Both very realistic targets. The Mickey Mouse travel is on. You know, it is absolutely on. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna distinguish uh, or equal Liverpool's. Um, the one from two thousand and one. Yeah, because I remember. <laughs> I remember Gerard Houllier did it with them in oh one. Yeah, and we ridiculed them for that. And yeah, now, yeah. And now, if we do it, we're going to be celebrating. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's why I have to keep the same energy because all the way back then I called it the Mickey Mouse treble. So yeah. I'm sticking to my guns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I suppose we'll just say it. Um, you know, we're not going to say it like as if we're you know, unhappy with it. We're going to be saying it as if, yeah, in a way that we're going to make it sound. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but yeah. Um, Listen, it will be a fantastic stepping stone, is what it would be. Um, yeah. 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 I, I think we'd be a lot happier with it now than we would have been in 2001 if we'd have won it, if you know what I mean. Cause... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, two years on from the one that we actually did, <laughs> that would have been uh, considered a fall from grace. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what? Um, if, you, if you're looking for Onums, Liverpool, when they won that domestic travel, or not domestic travel, Mickey Mouse travel, it, um, it ended a six-year trophy drought. We're on a mm. six-year trophy drought, so uh, well, hey, maybe that's you know. How about that? I remember watching <laughs> that final as well, and I was um, I was supporting uh, Deportivo Alaves, who they played in the final. Because uh, well, I would have supported whoever Liverpool played against, but um, it had the added bonus because Jordi Cruyff was playing for them at the time. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and it was five-four, wasn't it in the end? It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a crazy game of football. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't want. The, I'd rather if United were than such heart attack football. To be honest, um, yeah. And the FA Cup want... that year was quite exciting as well, actually, because uh, 
I believe they were 1-0 down to Arsenal with about 10 minutes to go and then Michael Owen popped up. Uh. Yeah, it's known as the Michael Owen final and mm. in those days it was played at the Millennium Stadium in Cardiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was when, um, yeah, because in 2000 they had the last game at Old Wembley against Germany, which we lost. <laughs> <laughs> Dimor Hamann with the free kick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's quickly do a rundown of player ratings for tonight's game um, so De Gea would get a 7 for me, clean sheet and some good saves uh, Wambasaka uh, e- equal to that, 7 um, Harry Maguire, I'll be generous give him a 7, it might be the only time this season that happens um, <laughs> Lissandro Martinez 7, um, Malasia 6, Bruno 6, Casemiro 6 Rashford probably gets a 7.5 for that magnificent goal um, and, and some other really great play. And Palestri, I give him a, a 7. Um, Fred, 6. And Vaghurst is 6. Um, and lots of substitutes in this game. Um, I think they all should already just get a 6, to be honest. Um, none of them really did anything spectacular. Um, yeah, and Tin Hag, job done. Probably a 7 out of 10 for him. Um, yeah, so every, everything went perfectly tonight. Um, no injuries or suspensions, and you know, clean sheet through the next round. One no win, so yeah, can't make any complaints. And uh, we're just looking on to the FA Cup now. It's the last game before the dreaded international break. Although, from a few, purely physical point of view, this this international break is coming at the right time. Um, and the even even the players who are away on national duty. Um, they'll only be playing two games in the space of a fortnight, um, which is a hell of a lot less than they would have if they're playing for United. Um, on certain players, like Fred, for example, I don't think he was called up. Um, it's a real opportunity for him to get a rest. Um, and yeah, and Varane obviously doesn't play international football anymore. So yeah, yeah that retirement came at the perfect time. It really did. Yeah, so that's coming at the right time. So, what is your prediction then uh, for Sunday against Fulham? Oh. Do you know what? I think it's going to be a difficult game, but I'm going for a 2 0 win. Oh, you think Fulham are going to score? That's a bold prediction, now. yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with with Leicher and Varan Keith and Mitrovic out. It's <laughs> my bold prediction for the weekend. That'll be quite a battle, I think, quite a physical mm. battle back there. Mm. Um, but they've obviously got a other threats. Um, oh, hell yeah. I mean, Pereira. Pereira's got a shot on him. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And I'll um, tell you what, one guy I'm worried about now in recent weeks, I've seen him and he looks really good. Uh, the winger called Solomon. Uh, he's He's got this habit of cutting inside and shooting and picking out a corner. Um, yeah, he scored a couple of goals for them in recent weeks. Yeah, um, which is why uh, Dallow cannot play this game. Um, yeah, you yeah, have to watch out for him. Because Dalo gets beaten far too easily. Yeah, and Solomon does play on that side. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, Lukic is a good player. Harrison Reed is also. Um, and another one um, I was I was going to mention there. He, um, who was it again? Um, he seems he's big. He's a big threat from from set pieces. Um, I think he's a defender. He scored goals from set. Is it Tim Ream or? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Ream. I think yeah. Um, yeah, they've got somebody who's he's very good in the air that I've noticed in, in recent games. Um, mm. 
Issa Diop, Charlie Robinson, um, Harry Wilson, um, Don James, obviously. Um, it's interesting to see if Don James starts this one because he doesn't start many games for Fulham. No, he doesn't. Um, He's fallen down the pecking order, hasn't he? So, yeah. Scored against us in the league game at the mm-hmm. college. Um, so, yeah. You know, <laughs> it was really strange. Looking at the how Fulham have performed this season, it's made me kind of nervous about this. But when you actually look down Fulham's team sheet, you're like, we should, should be winning this. Nothing <laughs> really to be concerned about. Yeah. I'll tell you what, um, uh, they look terrible against Arsenal. Arsenal made very light work of them. But then I don't know if it's because Arsenal are just really good at the moment or, you know, what it is. Maybe we can't look too much into that. But I was very surprised. I was expecting them to put up much more of a fight against them. Yeah, I think what happened was the Arsenal blew them away in the first half. But then yeah. Fulham came back into it the second half, created a lot of opportunities, obviously didn't yeah. score. Um, it was more like the Fulham of all Yeah, yeah. In the second half a wee bit. But the game was done by that point. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, that's... And this is the thing with us, though. We always turn up in the second half, really. And, yeah. Second half FC. Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> hope that we don't, you know, uh, get get punished for that early on. Yeah. I think I, would, I always prefer to get the first goal. Um, so yeah. the nerves. And I hate going 1-0 down. And um, we're... Because, you know, it, it gives the other team confidence. And... Quite often when United go 1-0 down, it leads to uh, the other team laying siege to the United goal. Um, and then <laughs> yeah. it takes us a while to get going again. Uh, so yeah, I always want to score first. Um, so, yeah, we're at home. You know, it's amazing, isn't it, how many times United have got a home draw in domestic cup competitions? Um, yeah, yeah, it's a crazy run. <laughs> that's a quiz question. When is the last time United got an away draw in a domestic cup? Wonder if anyone could answer that one for me, because um, I certainly can't. Um, it, you're probably going back to maybe 2018, maybe something crazy like that. Um, but yeah, if if this match was at the cottage, I'd be, I'd be saying this is 50-50. But uh, yeah. now we're at home. Uh, I fancy us to to get the job done. I think just about. Um, could be two one or three two if we're bad at the back. Um, yeah, we just need to go into it with the right mentality, right attitude, and make sure that that midfield is sorted out. That that's the one thing that does concern me somewhat. Because um, against Southampton, like you know, I, I thought our midfield was completely overrun. Obviously, we were down to ten, but you know that that can't happen again. So just on that team, uh, would you select um, for Sunday? I I'll. Give mine and then see if you would make any changes. So the goalkeeper, obvious to get um, Wan Bissaka, Baran, Leicha, Shaw, and midfield of, and just for balance, I'm going to say McTominay, Sabitzer, yeah. Bruno, um, Rashford, Faghurst, um, and and depending on, I think Anthony will start if he's available, and if not, then it's going to be Sancho or Palestri. Personally, I would select Palestri. Um, so what team would you go with? Yeah, pretty much that, to be honest. Um, yeah, like you say, if Anthony's available, I think he starts. If not, I would probably like to start with Palestri. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Sancho doesn't get in for you then? Mm, not as a starter, no. But he can come on later on, depending on how the game goes. Um and it gives us some flexibility as well. I know they, they're all kind of interchangeable. 
Rashi can go from left to up front. Like he can drop into the ten. Bruno can go to the right. Um, so yeah, it gives us a bit of flexibility as well. That. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, please, please don't play Bruno on the left. And we're not that flexible. Oh yeah, never want to see that again. We're not that flexible. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's only that that Bruno on the left is only going to remind me of one thing, and it's the one thing that no United fan wants to be reminded of at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the one thing with Sancho, though, like, yeah, um, I, I was gutted against Southampton that he was, you know, we were robbed of the chance to see what he can do down the middle. Because um, I did, I really liked that pass that he made to Rashford where he picked him out. Um, and yeah, I would have liked to see more of that. But obviously, when it goes down to 10, uh, it's a different game. Yeah, I think we will see more of Sancho at the 10. Um, yeah. You know, the ideal scenario was uh, playing the bottom team um, to mm-hmm. bring bring Bruno further back and play Sancho in number 10. But there will be even in other games, maybe even in the next round of the Europa League, um, there's games coming up against Brentford and Everton that we could try that. I don't think we'll yeah. see that away at Newcastle. Um, no. But, but uh, there are going to be opportunities. Um, am, I, am I right in saying that Brighton are now up to fifth on the table? I um, think so, yeah, 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 because they beat Crystal Palace yesterday, didn't they? So, yeah. Um, no, not according to this. Oh, um, are they sixth? Are they? I know they're seventh. thereabouts. Um, seventh. Seventh. Okay. Is to this. Um, let me just check that again. Yeah, seventh. Leveling points with Liverpool and two off Newcastle, who are in fifth. Um, but they're going, they're going superbly well. Um, but we've not picked up. Many Premier League points recently, so we need we need to go to Newcastle and win, don't we? When we come back from the international break, not going to be easy. Yeah, though. no, no, it's not. It's not going to be easy. I think we can only assess it closer to the time. Uh, need to make sure all the players come back, you know, injury free uh, and fit. But yeah, it's it's a few weeks away, isn't it? So yeah, I'm just worried about uh, Fulham mm-hmm. at the moment. Yeah, well, Fulham, and my only two concerns are Fulham and obviously tomorrow for the draw for the next round of Europa. Yeah, um, we'll have to wait and see who we get there. Um, to be honest with you, but, oh, we got Juve, bring it on. But obviously, you prefer yeah. something something easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I think... I'll tell you what, having beaten Barcelona over two legs, I don't think we've got to fear anyone left in this competition. No, and it'd be a major disappointment if you put out... Uh, the team top of La Liga and then didn't go all the way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just have to, yeah. But, yeah. Just have to uh, hope for a good draw, though. Because uh, I need... I, when are these fixtures played, by the way? Because that, that could factor in as well. Mid-April, I think. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Because I'll, I'll tell you what, there's seven Premier League games in April. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think uh, in April... The only rugby league games that there will be in the month of April is the quarterfinal tie. Okay, um, but it's two league. legs, though, isn't it? So that's already yeah. seven, nine games. <laughs> and, <laughs> then if we, and then if we're winning, and then if we beat Fulham, uh, yeah, that I'm guessing the next round of that will also be in April. Yeah, if we get to the FA Cup semi-finals, uh, our league game then will be postponed again until May. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. I suppose that's the price you pay, really, for being in, in all the Cups, you know. Yeah, yeah. So even if you postpone a Premier League game, we'll still have a minimum of, like, nine games then in April. <laughs> yeah, nine games. And it's, it's nine. not 
it's not yeah. even a 30 it's not even a 31 day month no um, no so. <laughs> it's crazy yeah because i had to look at those fixtures and yeah the crazy yeah we're going to get some surprising results i reckon in that run in april uh, not just us but for the rest of the league as well yeah there's plenty of difficult games for liverpool and arsenal as well mm-hmm. in, in in the month of april and not that that's that, that's our concern um yeah oh liverpool come back actually after the break and they face Man City, Chelsea, and Arsenal all in a row. And I hope they lose every single one of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see now. Yeah, so what we've got in April um, is obviously Newcastle to begin with. Then three days later, Brentford. Three days after that, Everton, which it's a long-time kickoff on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Then Forest um, a week after that. But there will be... Uh, Europa League game. Europa yeah. in between, so yeah. 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 And then another, another Europa League tie up the Forest, then Chelsea uh, on a Saturday night, um, and then we're into Tottenham away. It's uh, not an easy one. Uh, nope. And Villa at home, we'll have to get revenge in that fixture. Yes. Um, and then in May, we have West Ham, Wolves, Bournemouth and, and Fulham on the last day of the season. So I'm I'm, I'm going to hazard a guess that the, the FA Cup um, semi-final would be played on the 15th and 16th weekend. So that Nottingham Forest game would probably be the one that will be postponed. Okay. Should, should we make it to the next round of the competition? Um, and like we say, we're not, we've, we haven't written off Fulham at all on this channel. No, Because, no. um, you know... <laughs> United, um, we're, we're having a lot of injuries and suspensions and our form is kind of tailed off a wee bit. The performances are not what they used mm-hmm. to be. So I'm not getting complacent anymore, you know. And I'll tell I you think... what, looking at that run, Forest was probably the one game I would have wanted because I thought I was looking at that as potentially one where you can make a few rotational changes to keep everyone fit. <laughs> but if that's <laughs> the one that's getting postponed, then... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's just my guess because you usually yeah. it's the FA Cup semi final is the mid mm-hmm. weekend in, in April. Um, yeah, fuck! I hope it's not the next one. I hope it's not the the Chelsea game on the twenty second that is being mm. going to be postponed because I'm due to go to that game. So that's going to throw, <laughs> throw the, a spanner in the works. <laughs> um, it's going to have to be a lot of rearranging there uh, if that's what happens. But. Uh, I sh- I, it's usually the midweekend in, in, in April, but then of course we have to beat Fulham first, and um, keep, we keep doing that, don't we? Keep, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> keep looking ahead. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We have to tell the people that are listening, like we don't mean any disrespect. <laughs> Posey's we're just all excited. The fans yeah, there. we're just excited. That's all. <laughs> don't come after me, Fulham fans. If you win now, please. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I think that'll do us for today um, you know it, it, it's not a game that brought us an awful lot to talk about like you said at the start um, but we yeah it was just done. about professionalism today isn't it yeah it's just about seeing it through the line and now we look forward to the draw tomorrow which should be quite exciting yeah I love a good draw I know, I know what I, I like to, to get in draws is teams that we've never played before uh, yeah or or teams that we rarely play. Like Bettis, I think that was the first official meeting of the two clubs, maybe. In... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if we played someone like Union Berlin... Yeah, and it was quite nice different. as well, actually, because obviously some of the uh, fan channels managed to get out there early and shot some footage around the ground and that, and it was nice just to see a tour 
see see a different club that we don't read that doesn't get as much exposure over here. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, and and uh, I heard that some of the baddest fans shook hands with uh, United Analysts uh, and wished them luck for the next round. So that was very sporting. Ah, very very classy. Very classy. Yeah, I suppose they could have no complaints. You know, it wasn't as if it was a close tie where they were hard done by a refereeing decision. It was by <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll wrap it up there, uh, Brush. If anyone could please drop us a like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and comment your thoughts on the game down below. Yeah, and I shall uh, see you again probably after the international break. Then, Brush. Yeah, definitely, and bring on Fuller. Absolutely. Okay. See you later. Take care.